0: Good morning and welcome to Lopes on Movies. My name is Joey Lopes and today I am joined by Connor. Good morning. And I'm also joined by Mark. Hello. Hey, Mark, welcome back to the show. It's been a little while since we've had you on. You know, how have you been doing? As always,
1: as always. Um, I got real sick the past few weeks, but I, I don't know. hung in there. I'm still alive.
0: Well, that's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we wouldn't have been able to have you on the show if you'd croaked, so. That would have been bad. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, but what would me and Connor have done without having a third person to talk about what we're going to talk about today? That would have been a disaster. Well, I back. think we
2: would have just done what we've done all the other times and just had two people. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that. Wow, are you, are you really <laughs> suggesting that Mark is not essential to this show? Is that what you're well, suggesting? I mean, no. I mean, I wouldn't. I didn't put it in those words. You're you just, just, just telling just, me yeah. to go off and die again. It's <laughs> <laughs> <See you later. laughs> <laughs>
0: Man, this is, a, this is a grim start to this episode. I hope that we don't have, like, bad blood here as we uh, <laughs> yeah, begin begin this, this jovial discussion. It's just um, fitting for the movie, isn't it? Yeah, maybe, actually. It's very fitting for the movie. You know, This is
1: very topical, actually.
0: Betrayed friendship and, and all, yeah, that, exactly. all that stuff. Um, we're, doing yeah. <laughs> we're doing a bit. Yeah. We're doing a bit. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a bit. We're doing a bit. Totally. We're doing a bit. Well, anyway, um, yeah, today is kind of a uh, an interesting time. I mean, the it, it's kind of crazy. Like, the, if you actually, like, are, are the kind of person who goes to the theater a lot, which uh, we're, I guess we're not. Uh, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> um, even though we probably should be. Like, you're, you're looking at the movies that are coming out these days, and it is, it is grim. You know, like, we had, like, the whole Barbenheimer thing where it's like, everybody's coming back to the movies. This is so great. And now it's just like, all right, what else is there to see? Uh, the strays, is, uh, like, oh, I guess. Oh, oh no!
1: <laughs> what? Let's
0: watch the Talking Dog comedy movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like it's it's, it's grim out there, and, and I don't think it's going to be getting any better, at least until uh, until no, Killers of the Flower War, Moon War. comes out. Because I, I think, mean, we uh, had
1: that old boy uh, re release.
0: Yeah, but that cool. doesn't count because that did not happen in Delaware. That only happens in like in like real locations. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. have to be, you have to live in a real place. <laughs> like I I, <laughs> I wasn't able to see that. Are you kidding me? Um, and I would have, I would have had a great time going to the theater to see Old Boy, but alas, you know that was not an option. Uh, no, no, no. There's nothing to see. It's 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 a dire time for for the theaters, and there will not be much to see. I did see as as a, a little glimmer of hope that uh, the that Killers of the Flower Moon, of course, the new Martin Scorsese movie, is uh, going to be getting a full wide release now. It was originally yeah, just because... going to get a, uh, a a limited release, but now it's going fully <laughs> wide when it, when it comes mean, out. I mean.
1: This is the, uh, the the silver lining to the whole, um, you know, striking stuff. We're going to see them need to do these kinds of things. <laughs> There's literally no other movie to wide release at this point. Yeah, maybe. And at some point, they're going to have to keep digging into, like, back catalogs and stuff. I mean, like... That could be cool. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see how they try to to you know navigate this whole situation on both ends.
0: But... Yeah, because like you know coming to a coming to an agreement is off the table, obviously. Oh no, like that, that's... that's not happening. <laughs> <anytime laughs> <soon. laughs> that, that's obviously not going to happen. Um, oh man, what a crazy time! Absolutely crazy time. But you know that that's that's why, as we always do during crazy times, we retreat to the films of the past. To bring us joy and happiness and to imagine another world, a, perhaps a better world. Um, oh, yes, y- yes. Y- you, might, you might argue. Um, some people might argue. Some people might not. You know, I don't want to be pessimistic on the show, but I love watching good movies, and that's what we're, we're here to talk about today, pretty good movie. Um, and, you know, what, what, what better time to talk about this movie that we're going to talk about today than on the star's birthday? Could oh, you believe yes. that? Like, t- we are recording this on Elliot Gould's birthday. This is
2: 85th birthday. How about that timing?
0: Yeah, isn't that insane? Like, uh, that was totally unplanned. It just kind of happened. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So happy birthday to uh, Elliot Gould. I know you're listening. I know you're a big fan of the show.
2: (laughs) I hope you get to make a sequel to this movie someday. (laughs) Honestly, what they should have done with that that, uh, Liam Neeson Marlowe movie is they should have just had... Uh, Elliot Gould played Marlo, because he was playing oh, yeah. like, an 80-year-old Marlo, like in that movie, so that's well, I, I don't think we were already doing. I don't think he was <laughs>
0: intending to play an 80-year-old Marlo in, well, really, in yeah. that movie. It came off that way, but I don't think that Liam Neeson was intending it to be like that. Um, oh, man. Anyway, like, was, you know, we're, we're, we haven't actually said exactly what we're talking about. We're, of course, talking about the uh, 1973 Robert Altman film The Long Goodbye, Starring Elliot Gould as the classic character, the detective Philip Marlowe from the Raymond Chandler novels, who we've talked about before on the show, uh, most recently, probably, when uh, I think we might have talked about The Big Sleep at one point, because I think I had seen that. But we also talked about, of course, the Marlowe movie that came out this year, the, the Liam Neeson Marlowe movie, which uh, was was a, was a bit of a stinker. Uh, it, was a, mm. it was a little bit no good. Um and it was disappointing for me as a uh, Marlowe fan. You know, I think that's a great character. I love the uh, the Raymond Chandler Marlowe novels. I- I've read most of them at this point now. There's only, only one that I haven't read now, which is kind of crazy. Um, and of course, this movie is based on The Long Goodbye, which was the second to last of the Marlowe novels that Chandler himself finished. I think there was one more after his last novel that he got like part of the way there and then somebody else finished it for him. Which I'm mm. kind of like, I, I'm not gonna read that, you know. <laughs> like, mm. I, 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 like, how do how do you you read somebody else finishing somebody else's novel? I don't know. It's always really weird. Yeah, well, it's, and that's it's what, well, that's what
2: the movie the movie was uh, them making their own Marlowe story, the Liam Neeson one. Yeah, it was. And it was, was based on a, like
0: the Marlowe fan fiction, basically. Um, right. Which you know. <laughs> It's weird to me that there are other people making Marlowe stories out there, right? Well, that, like that's that, so strange, that strange, right? <laughs> yeah, like, well, yeah. that's because,
1: like, what's the name recognition? There's not, like, hordes of Marlowe fans. It's like you, Joey. Yeah, no, I know. you a, like, I'm a the I'm only a, guy. A yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> right? But I mean, like, I became like one. come on. <laughs> Yeah, but there's it, not you are right. that much of like like Marlowe heads out there that they're gonna be like oh boy yeah we gotta a new Marlowe Marlo Marlo, ip right. content yeah exactly right yeah, like yeah, you might as well exactly. just make a,
0: a new detective right like what, what are you doing like <laughs> just make another gruff lovable loser noir guy yeah like why what are you doing like get get wading into like chandler's th- stuff you you're know all, <laughs> you're always gonna
1: come up short when you do this yeah thing. exactly I mean, it's I it's, don't get it's it. just fraudulent um but much like some people in this movie themselves,
0: oh, well, that's in- interesting. In- in- interesting take. And well, it's funny that we were bringing up fraudulent, uh, like it's like Marlowe stuff because really, The Long Goodbye, this movie has very, very little to do with the Marlowe of the novel, especially The Long Goodbye. This movie is very, mm-hmm. very different from the novel. I know you guys haven't read it, um, but it's it, it, it has very, very little in common. Um, oh yeah, in terms and, and, of tone and, and, and feel, right? Um, and ev- even even Marlowe himself. Although Marlo, I, I actually, yeah, I actually think that Elliot Gould is a great Marlowe, and not just because I think his character in this is really good, but also because I think even though his character is pretty different from the Marlowe of the novel, li- just in like kind of his attitude, I think he like captures the spirit of the character in like kind of a weird way. Um, I... And I think he could be a very good like traditional Marlowe if they wanted to go mm. that route. Um, but of course, it's better to just do Elliot Gould in an Elliot Gould movie. No. What is what is the
1: gap there? I'm really curious because I feel that this performance that he turns in is brilliant. Oh, it's it's it phenomenal. Feels yeah. like like the epitome of a certain kind of like classic noir detective protagonist.
0: I, I think the big difference is that it. it the thing that's funny is that The Long Goodbye is very, very different from the other Marlowe novels, where I think, like, the character is consistent in all of them, but there's a very, like, foreboding and kind of, like, grim atmosphere to The Long Goodbye. And Marlow himself is a way more, like, kind of jaded and sentimental character in it compared mm-hmm. to what he is in some of the other Marlow novels. So there's there's a bit more, like, gravity and, like, heaviness to his character in, in the novel than I think is, like, captured here, where I feel like he's he's very aloof. In this movie. Uh, yeah, which, which, is is well, that, which is great. But again, that, 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 yeah, that's uh, Elliot Gould. Yeah, it's, like, that, that's Gould Elliot Gould. Yeah.
2: That's his style. He's just this shlubby guy who's like the fast talking, uh, hard boiled type, like where, where his lines are kind of like they kind of just fall out of his mouth all the time. Oh, where, yeah, where yeah. 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 Marlow in like the novels is he's, he's. I mean, obviously they're hard boiled detective novels too, but they're way more like assertive and a matter of fact. And yeah. the, the difference, the biggest, biggest difference between the Elliot Gould marlo and like the marlo from the novels and maybe the other films is that marlo fully has it together in the novels like he knows what he's doing and he's very confident in like Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that he's doing whereas this character that elliot gould plays is kind of a more like a marlo that doesn't have it all put together he's very sentimental like he has got the heart there like he's Mm the you know the the heart of gold kind of you know detective that's just trying to do the best he can. They give him like the sentimental aspect that he has, like the, his cat, which are great scenes, by the way. Oh, it's so F- I, fantastic. I think but... this,
0: this movie peaks in the first 20 minutes because that whole sequence of him trying to feed his cat is like some of the best cinema that you'll, you'll ever <laughs> <Yeah>. see. It's so <laughs> yeah. worth oh, watching after, but that cat part. That whole scenario is just so perfectly handled. It is
2: wonderful. You know?
0: But you were saying, kind of.
2: Well, I know, I'm mean, yeah, just that he's a schlubby kind of character and that <laughs> mm-hmm. it's uh, you know, it's it different than the Marlowe that's in in the novels who is also great. Mm-hmm. Who Marlowe's one-liners in the novels are like like good like laugh moments and everything because he's just so like gotcha kind of stuff mm-hmm. whereas in this one marlo kind of just goes through the motions he kind of he kind of stumbles into the right things to do but he kind of gets caught off guard a lot also mm-hmm. in yeah. a lot of the situations and it's uh it's different but still works and the ending for this i i haven't read the long goodbye and i want to but it definitely doesn't feel like the a conclusion that would happen for the marlo in the novels compared to yeah, this one yeah I,
0: I, I won't spoil it but the the ending is definitely different let's put it I'll put it that way <laughs> so so yeah. to go
1: on the the acting a little bit more i i love how it almost permeates maybe this is gold himself but the, the entire performance where he he's like very very much a a loser like in in mm-hmm. like the but he's like the coolest loser ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and he has this way of moving that's almost like he doesn't have proper control over his body. Like he's <laughs> almost being like puppeted or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I can see what you mean by that. Yeah, <laughs> where, where he, yeah, he's got like this kind of clownish walk to him and stuff. And it's just, it's all everything in this movie. Even though, um, it doesn't necessarily lean to any sort of, um specifically in the lighting or cinematography to being like this sort of, you know, what you might think of as like the dingy kind of noir. Mm -hmm. It feels like a, uh, it, it just bleeds atmosphere i guess mm-hmm. is what i'm trying to get at yeah yeah i think yeah. the and i'll uh, tell the, you I,
2: that that's one 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 big difference is that no one would ever describe the marlo in the novels as a loser like yeah, yeah. that would <laughs> never or a cool loser like that would never well, he, be the case like he, everyone's marlo is cool the, in, the people uh, that he
0: works for generally think very low of him but that's because in th- there's a big difference between the 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 settings of the the Marlowe novels and this, because this is set in the 70s. Like yep. they, they they move the story and make it contemporaneous, whereas the Marlowe novels, of course, are like 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, and the the general like like Marlowe story of the novels is that Marlowe is working mostly for like really, really wealthy people that he pretty much despises and they don't really like him that much at all, but they have some skeletons in their closet that they have to get sorted out and he helps them with it, but almost begrudgingly. And there's a large a large part of him that's just like, can't stand the way these people live and like the situations they get up to. Right. Um, Whereas this is a little bit different where the the thing that Altman said is like he wanted to transplant this Marlowe character with his kind of like old school values and just drop him right into like the, the end of the sixties, beginning of the seventies, where everybody's just like a a hippie burnout. (laughs) It's a, it's a much different, like weird, like freer, looser environment for this very, very old school kind of character to be wandering in on so it's kind of anachronistic in that way where you have this old old school detective in the 70s you know which is is a much like weirder kind of uh thing because i feel like that people don't really get him and he doesn't really like get the the other people around him like they they ask him about the (laughs) he can believe his neighbors in this
2: movie (laughs) oh yeah he He, yeah, he lives in like this penthouse like at the top floor of this building and his neighbors are just this this pack of 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 women hippies who are just doing all who are always topless and it's are like just, just doing naked yoga, yoga just and, all the time. And it's it's just and everybody who comes Honestly, who stumbles a into his, like his in modern day, yeah. well, maybe. But anybody who comes to his place too is like, "Can you believe this? What's going on here?" Which is kind of yeah. like hilarious because it's like an audience insert. Like, what the, what is this? And he's just like, like, I, like I don't like, know, you know, they're doing yoga. He just, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and, and he doesn't think anything like differently <laughs> of it. He's just like, yeah, well, it's just he's wandering looks. Yeah, he's just yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's just wandering through. He's just he's just there. You know, <laughs> he grumbles and yeah. stuff. Well, that's, like, the best stuff in the movie. I mean, the thing that's so funny to me is how so much of the dialogue in the movie is just, like, 80-yard lines of things just that he says under his breath. So yeah, like, he's just talking yeah, to himself. Yeah, like, he, he's just wandering around the movie, and, like, you can tell that it's, like, all, all of this is just is put in in post, but it, it works, like, because you have that great Elliot Gould deep voice where he's just saying all this random stuff that's just, like, any thought that pops into his head, He's just he just kind of vocalizes, like, that's all right with me, <laughs> you know? like it's so funny like the way that he uh he comments on every little thing Um, i remember there's the one at the
1: start during the cat sequence where he's got like to get this exact brand of cat food (laughs) he asks the the clerk like do you have it he's like get a cat food man it's a cat he's like (laughs) he's like I don't know. I got a girlfriend. <laughs> and Hilly Gould just walks off. He's like, he's got a girlfriend and I've got a cat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: so much good stuff like that, man. Um, well, yeah. that's So the, maybe the funny we should thing, save though. the plot? Yeah, I mean, so the thing that's, <laughs> yeah. that's funny about it is like, you, so you have this this very, very, like, classic noir plot of, uh, the, the basic premise is that, um, Marlowe's friend Terry Lennox asks asks him to take him to Mexico, like take him to the Mexican border, because he's he's in some trouble and like he needs to he needs to get away. And you know Marlo doesn't ask any questions. He's just, you know whatever I'll, I I got you, Terry. Um, and he he sends Terry on his way. Then the cops come to Marlowe and tell him, look, you know your your friend is uh is was suspected of murdering his wife, right? So Marlowe doesn't think he did it. Like he doesn't think Terry could possibly do that. And it kind of starts this, this spiral of Marlo, like first getting arrested, but then like, you know, they, the Terry eventually turns up dead apparently. So then he sees mm-hmm. he's, he's released. So now Marlo's just kind of like, well, what, what just happened here? And, uh, around the same time he gets asked to, to help out with a, another scenario with, uh, a woman whose whose husband, who's a writer, is is drunk and he's a drunk and he's gone missing. And she asks Marlo to help help uh help find him. And this this plot kind of like slowly weaves its way into relating to the Terry Lennox plot. Um, and Marlo himself is just kind of like trying to figure out what's going on and what happened with his friend, right? And that's mm. that's basically the guts of the the novel too. Um, but the thing that's funny with the the movie is like. I feel like the plot is such an afterthought from like in terms of what yeah. Altman's interested in because the things that are so great in this movie are this are like the the kind of like little details that I think are, are very like key for, for Robert Altman. Like the it, it's not the the plot that that's interesting to you. It's the weird characters. It's the weird scenarios. Yep. It's the weird things that he he's doing. Like this whole sequence of him trying to feed his cat, which has nothing to do with anything. Um, the the, the weird guy <laughs> at the uh, the gate for this community who who does like old Hollywood oh, impressions yeah. kind of badly. Um <laughs> just, like they so were great. Many, there's so many little things um that that are just like great details that like the plot itself is almost like. Like you, you almost don't care, you know. <laughs> you just kind of enjoying and I'll tell you, the tell you, ride, the, you know. One,
2: one, one thing is that the par- aspects of the plot they happen very quickly at first. Like I was thinking, like this is this must be just a very simplified version of of the actual novel and story, and is, which yeah, maybe yeah. it. And, and I'm sure it is, but it almost clearly like, becomes clear that from the way that Altman was directing this, that he didn't care about certain details of like who gave the money to who who is with who like where where this went to, like it almost all becomes just like yeah whatever it doesn't matter at, at the end like when you're yeah. trying to like uncover the plot of like mm-hmm. wait so why did that person give the money over here like why is this like it, and it just kind of all like falls in line it all happened yeah you know, yeah but but and, and i it doesn't like it matter really yeah. <laughs> at yeah. uh at the end i think it's funny to me is like this is something that Chandler has talked
0: about where his his like model and idea of what a good like detective story is is a little bit different from your classic like who done it, where like mm-hmm. the the outcome is the most important thing. And like it's it's kind of the the puzzle box element of being able to figure out who the the villain was or, or figure out what, what the mystery was. Whereas Chandler was like, the most important thing for a detective story, at least like the ones he was writing, is it, it should be engaging even if there's no answer to the mystery. It should be, the, the mystery should just be something that is sets up really good scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that's funny is like, I feel like The Long Goodbye is actually like a fairly good mystery story. Like it's not like a whodunit, but like the the logic of the story is very sound and very, uh, it's complicated and interesting. Um, and I I think the story itself is much stronger in the novel than it is in, in the movie here. Um, but this is a perfect example of a movie where the the plot exists just to make good scenes, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there are very many good scenes and very weird scenes, right? Like, like when he's confronted by the, like the mob guy who is not a character in the novel. Like there's, there's a, there's a handful of scenes with this like mob guy and his, his goons that are just like, like really, really memorable and bizarre, um, and 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 like you know who he yeah. reminds me most of. Yeah, uh, the main bad
1: guy in Blue Velvet. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like yeah. completely just,
0: unhinged. Like you don't, you never know what bonkers. he's gonna do. Yeah, because
1: because he's like super nice one second, and then he's cutting off someone's nose the next. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, he, he's that's just a ridiculous character, and there's some ridiculous
2: scenes with him. Just so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, oh, they're all, they're and, all yeah. wacky scenes, and and a uh, appearance from Arnold Schwarzenegger before an uncredited. That's true. Wonderful. Yeah. He's just yeah. standing there. <laughs> he, he's just yeah. there he's to the be. Muscle. He's
0: just there to be an interesting thing to look at. That like it's just like a weird detail again it's like there's no explanation for why this this mob guy has this bizarre muscle man in his entourage but he's there you know and it's just like it just okay adds come on like, if you were a mob guy
1: you'd hire Arnold. well you
0: would to want be. to have you want to have goons but i don't know that you're going to have arnold <laughs> if you get the chance you know, I don't know but then it's like the whole scene's like where, where everyone's gonna take their clothes off Yeah, you know, he's like, like alright all right. <laughs> <You know, laughs> we, we all got nothing to hide here right <laughs> it's, like, it's like what I is don't going even on I think it was
1: like to like to like make sure he's not carrying anything no it's it just a, a literally weird literally just an honesty thing yeah just an insane <laughs> bit <laughs> and is standing there just like Nah, I'm good. Yeah, and Mar Marlowe
0: would have gotten like if if what happened didn't happen, he would have gotten like killed or something there. Yeah, like, like he had no plan to get out of that. Like, and that's the, the, like one of the funny things comparing like this Marlowe to the novel Marlowe. Where like in the novels, of course, you get Marlowe's entire thought process of every situation he's in, right? And there's always some like angle he's trying. To figure out how to get out of a situation because he's a smart guy. Whereas in this, obviously, you're not going to get like the entire internal thoughts of this character, and there's no like monologue or
2: anything or mm-hmm. or voiceover like that. Although so it sort of is because he's always mumbling. He's always talking to himself, everything. but that's that's a different <laughs> thing though. They, they, yeah, of In course, this, of like, w-
0: when, you, when you when he's in this situation at, at this point in the movie, it's like, well, I- if there was no lucky thing that happened, he's he's a dead man. And he but he's, yeah. he he <laughs> seems so completely nonchalant the entire movie yep. until lost the very his cat. end. He did. He did lose his yeah. cat. Yeah, his cat. His He's cat got nothing him. left to live for. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very funny movie, you know. It's a, I think that's the like the the thing that's are... different from another difference from the novel. You know, it's just all all those little details make it feel very lived in and humorous. It's got
1: such an interesting tone to it because while it yeah is very funny a lot of the time, it can also be like deadly serious. Oh yeah, and it like flips at a switch. Yeah, and then it also just has all these awesome, cool elements through like Marlo's constant. He's got these strike anywhere matches, and he will strike them <laughs> anywhere, <laughs> anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throughout the entire movie, it's just like this great little like yeah. through line. Yeah, yeah, just just so many fantastic little touches, like you said. Ends up making it feel really lived in and like the real characters rather than yeah. just like being marched around, yeah, for sure it, it's not about the core mystery, it's about it's a detective movie, it's not a mystery movie, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. What did you think of the score? And how the long goodbye <laughs> was played so many different yeah, that, that times. That was an interesting so yeah. one song. Yeah, like
0: all, <laughs> the funny thing is, like all, I, I watched like some of the special features of this one, and, and Alban didn't really have like a reason why he did that. He was just kind of like, yeah, it was just a conceit. Just gave it a shot, see what it would do, and see see how it felt. You know, it ba- basically the idea is like there's a million different arrangements of this one song um, that they had written for the movie, uh, the long goodbye um d- different styles of music like any style you can think of depending on where he is it plays in car radios it plays on the score it plays mm-hmm. you know it plays basically in any any scenario you can think of in in so many different contexts um and it's it's just a, a weird little thing you know <laughs> I, I you yeah. can't really like say what it does for the movie or what it doesn't do for the movie just a, a little detail that uh makes it interesting like you recognize that melody throughout the entire thing mhm
1: well, it's a yeah, long sure. goodbye. The long goodbye lasts for the length of the entire movie. Oh uh,
0: yeah, that's a good point. That's a funny thing with the the title, the long goodbye, because it I feel like it means something very different in this than it does in the novel. Um, but like, <laughs> I, I guess you can't, really without, you can't really talk about that without. you can't really talk about too much without. It's it's uh, a spoilers. very literal interpretation
1: of that. Yes, title yes. In the movie, um,
0: <laughs> man, the, I, I don't want to spoil turning into one anymore. of those book. People, I, I look, look, look. <laughs> I, I, I am not the kind of person who would ever say that. Like, the novel is always better because that's that's fraudulent loser talk. Um, the 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 art can be anything, and I think this movie would probably be significantly worse if it was more like the novel. Because, like, mm-hmm. why would you just do that when you can just read the novel? You might as well make something unique and interesting. Like, he the, Robert Altman made a Robert Altman movie out of this this thing. He didn't make a a you know. By the numbers, Marlowe, you know, limited series. Like I could imagine somebody making the Long Goodbye limited series on HBO, like doing the novel more like like the novel. But like, why would I watch that? You know, like I I watched the Todd Haynes Mildred Pierce, which was based on the uh, the James Cain novel, and it's very very faithful to the book, and it it looks probably like what the setting would have looked like. It's the period detail is great, but like. And it's not as it's not as uh, as good a version of the story as the novel is when you're just trying to do the novel so literally, um, compared to like the the Michael Curtiz movie of of Mildred Pierce, which again is like a very different kind of adaptation. It it takes a lot of liberties, but I think it's a better film as a result. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that's that's the case with this as well. It's 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 better off doing something different than just taking mm-hmm. the novel and doing it super literally. Um, and you know that, that's that's true of so many of the great movies we have out there. But I'm I I, I you know I'm not going to tell you that the novel's not good. I loved the novel. I think The Long Goodbye is a phenomenal novel. Um, probably like my favorite of the the, the Marlowe books. It's, oh, it's, well, that's it's nice, great. right? Yeah.
1: When you do two things completely different interpretations of the same source, you end up with two pieces of art exactly that are worth experiencing. Exactly.
0: Instead of one that's just kind of an inferior knockoff it's it's yeah. it's a magical thing to do um but yeah i mean it's just, it's just it's just a good movie i wish i could talk about the ending and but, because the ending of it's this is well so crazy worth um
1: getting through the, yeah yeah to that ending though. yeah it's, uh, I'm it's not, awesome i'm not gonna spoil any anything it's but. got one of the best payoffs i've seen in the past like the final 2 minutes of any yeah, movie it's just <laughs> that i've seen where it's just like so satisfying well the funny thing is that great.
0: uh that altman said that he he was completely uninterested in this until like he read the script and he saw that ending and he was like okay i'll do this movie but only if it's in the contract that you cannot change the ending <laughs> so <laughs> he, needed yeah, that, he needed that needed last line yeah that that, that last the, the the ending needed to be what it was or else he was not interested in the uh, <laughs> in yeah. material (laughs)
1: Oh, it's so good. Yep.
2: Yep, totally agree. The
1: only disappointing thing about this movie is that they never made a sequel with uh, Altman and Gould in the same, you know, reprising their...
2: Huh. the long the, goodbye they too
1: didn't they didn't do it the long hello you just gotta watch uh you gotta watch cowboy bebop instead <laughs> yeah
0: no it's it's funny how or how, just watch
2: uh the much... movie Cal- california split like or just watch okay, other robert okay. altman movies like well uses, california like, split is, is a two. great
0: like follow-up to this if you like the long goodbye <laughs> yes <laughs> california I... split's fantastic yeah um, which we in, in, in a very before. similar kind of vibe but no it is it is yeah. funny like th- this this movie the long goodbye definitely had a, a large impact on uh on a lot of media going forward, like like how of yeah. like you said. I mean, this character is is just kind of the blueprint for for Spike's S- Spike. Spike is literally <laughs> like, this character, um, <laughs> like down
1: to the yeah. exact outfit and hair. Yeah, and yeah. move and the way he moves. Yeah, like the, that
0: hunched over sort of moving. You know, yeah, it's like this it's, exact it's character yeah. the cig- <laughs> and
2: the, the cigarette smoking. Yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. yep, yeah, yeah it's yeah. cool. You know, what, I, that, yeah. I didn't even that didn't even dawn on me, but yeah, that yeah, that is it's it. It's there. <laughs> yep.
0: All right, everybody, I think that's all we got for today. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Love Some Movies. Go check out The Long Goodbye. It's a great movie. See ya. Um, And we will see you next week. Maybe we'll see something in theaters, but, oh, Lord, probably not. I saw not. this
1: in theaters, so I don't know. Oh, well, that's a good point,
0: know. but then again, you live in New York.
1: Yeah, this is true. That helps.